All right, we are accepting calls this hour from time travelers only. If you have traveled in time or you are presently a traveler to this time, then we want to hear from you. Otherwise, the phone lines are closed, but for that group, they are certainly open. Uh, with that in mind, uh, top of the morning to you on the wild card line. You are on the air. Hello. Hello. Right here on Truth Frequency Radio, on iHeartRadio, on HackerHameen.Podbean.com, TheInfiniteFringe.Podbean.com, Apple Podcasts, TuneIn Radio, anywhere else you can hear my voice. I've been getting some requests for Spotify, so we're going to try to do that at some point. I'm the worst, right? And I've only kept it to Apple Podcasts, and a lot of people have found the podcast that way, so I'm incredibly grateful. But I, I haven't made it easy. <laughs> for people to find so let, let's try that in 2021 i'm going to try to expand my wings and put it on uh, on other um outlets where you find the finest of podcasts anyhow uh in october 2020 we did the shoot the moon conference and that was with crow triple seven and jason lingram uh mark devlin and of course my boy mr uh, john brissom and wayne mccroy you know, and it was a it was a big success, man. We we had a lot of fun. A lot of people showed up. We had to turn people away. Um, we you know we learned a couple of things about how to put on a conference uh, here in New York City. I mean, this was pre-corona, so let's see what happens uh, now with everything that's going on. But regardless of that, um, the gentleman that I have on here today was present. You know, and uh, it was an honor for us to have him. And he was there. He wasn't. He wasn't uh, presenting, but he was just there, taking in the sights and looking. Got me some hot sauce, which I still have. And I know. I know. He told me he's like, you got to use it. I, I, I wanted to keep it, so I, I'll. I'll get another one and use it. But I, I still have my flat Earth hot sauce. And and you gave me. You gave me a little pouch that I. I was supposed to sniff. You can talk to me about this. And, and uh, I don't know what was. Jesus, though. What was that, buddy? <laughs> A, a pouch that you're supposed to sniff. <laughs> People are going to get the wrong idea. I know. That's why I said you need to talk to me about this, you know, and uh, and uh, and break it down. It's nothing illegal. It was actually, you know, I still I still have a pouch actually, but um, it's uh, whatever was in it. I forget what you told me. I just forgot it. And it, it's shrinking. It's menthol right. organic menthol crystal. Yes. And it, so you know that smell from uh, Vicks Vapor yeah. Rub. Vicks, Vicks Vapor Rub is a bunch of toxic chemicals mixed with a little bit of of, of those crystals. Uh, 
this is just the pure crystals, yeah. which is the active ingredient. So you smell it and it disinfects your sinuses. It opens up your capillaries. It, it, uh, it's great. If you have a, a, you know, if your chest is getting congested, just put it on your <laughs> chest and it kind of just soaks in the, the fumes are so strong. Yeah, man. It, um, put it, put it on your pillow at night, you know, when uh, at night it's amazing. Oh, absolutely. And, and, uh, I can vouch for it. It was dope. Um, anytime I got the sniffles, I, I just sniffed it and I just did it every day anyway. Like it just made you feel good. It opened up your nasal passages. It was fantastic. Anyhow, right. Mr. David Weiss is here with us today. The first time on the infinite fringe. And, you know, we made a connection that day and uh, I was supposed to bring him on and you guys know as well as anybody else that I am the worst at uh, at booking things but anyway it took this long to make it happen but you know good things come to those who wait mr david weiss welcome to the infinite fringe thank you for making the time how are you i'm doing great billy great to talk to you um what a journey my life has been since that conference i i want to hear all about it um but i want you to tell everybody off the bat you know where they can find your work and what it is you do and then we'll dive into a little bit of, uh, you know, flat earth and everything. So in, yeah, in these crazy times with all of this insanity going on in the world, you know, from the election to the COVIDs to, um, you know, just the insanity in the world, um, I'm really out there talking about the globe lie, the, the, the true earth, or uh, in simple terms, the flat earth. Uh, and the reason that I find this is so important is because if you don't know where you are, if you think you're on a spinning speck in an infinite godless or distant god universe at best, flying in out of control with asteroids and shortages and, you know, all sorts of stuff that could kill you at any moment, you give away your power. But when you understand that you don't live there, that you live at the center of creation, you take your power back and the elite don't like that. The the globe lie is the most important deception the elite have because without it, uh, people uh, will wake up to their lack of power because they do not have any power over us other than our fear. So that's it in a nutshell. And uh, I've been doing the circuit. I've left my career. I left my own business wow. to do this full time. Wow. And uh, and really help spread the word to for those that have eyes that are willing to see and brains that are willing and able to think. Now you, you see, um, I, I want everybody to 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 uh, listen to this show with a very open mind, you know. And I, I know a lot of the audience has a very open mind, whether you agree with the flat Earth or not. Um, just especially if you don't. Just listen to the man, right? Listen, listen to him. You know what I admire most about your community, the flat earth community. Now, now I, I don't consider myself a part of the flat earth community because I am not a flat earther. Right. Um, but, uh, I am very receptive to listening to it. The thing is, I don't know. Right. Ultimately, I just that's, don't. That's all you need is to know right. that you don't I know. Have no idea. For those that know they live on a ball, they have no idea why they know they live on a ball. They think, oh, I know I live on a ball because Bill Lye, the lying guy, told me boats go over the horizon. <laughs> you know, the, the, the Aristophanes right. 500 years ago or 2,000 years ago, whatever it was, uh, did his sticks and shadows experiment. That never happened. He never did that experiment. And the only history of that is in that uh, came out in a book in the 1980s put out by the Rockefellers. Nothing suspicious there. <laughs> um, you may think 
that you have, just like I did. I wouldn't, I wouldn't listen to anything to do with flat Earth. I banned people from my social media that even suggested. See, I, 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 I want to get it. there. I want to get there. Don't, don't, yeah, uh, go don't go too deep right. into that because I, I really want to want to examine this. Um, but the, the thing I love about the flat Earth community and and uh, anybody that's listened to the Fringe for for an extended amount of time knows the relationship that I have with the Iron Realm Media. You know, and uh, it's the grind. You know, Paul on the plane, Sean Caroon. Um, I could think of many others, uh, it, but it's the grind that, that they put in. You know, um, whether you agree with it or disagree with it, the only attachment I have to the globe Earth, besides being a visually very attracted to it, it's beautiful, right? The, the image of a globe Earth. Besides that, is whatever I learned in school. I really don't freaking know. I'm taking their word for it and 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 going about it. Um, I'm not doing the science to try to figure it out, right? It's, it's the flat earth community, a lot of them, uh, especially the most prominent ones, are trying to do the science to figure it out. And that's more than I can yeah. say for a lot of globe earthers. You know, it's, it's just that. So I admire the grind. I admire the commitment. Look at what you're doing. You know, you, you quit doing what you were doing in order to go full time with this. And that's a, yep. that's a hell of a thing to do. So I admire that. But I know you weren't always a flat earther. I know a little bit of your story. And uh, how did you fall so hard for this? Like, how did you decide that this is what needed to happen, that this was the biggest deception that mankind has ever seen? You know, I, uh, I became a flat earther because I tried to prove the globe. I tried to, you know, not just debunk flat earth. I was like, you know what? I can just prove the globe and that that'll debunk flat earth. And that's how we've all all become flat earthers, because once you start critically looking and thinking about what the nonsense of the helio nonsensical model is, um, you realize that it's ridiculous. And once you realize that, you wonder how the hell did I ever believe that? In the first place, and the reason is because you were taught it before you can talk. Uh, when you were a baby, right. that you probably had a solar system mobile over your head, and uh, Sesame Street has all sorts of globe programming on it. They have the you know astronauts on there. They're always they're getting you before you can critically think. So um, once I saw the the deception, um, it just grew and it kind of took over, and then um, I don't know the you know God put a path in front of me and let me make a choice. I was lucky enough to have this choice. And uh, uh, when I was considering leaving uh, my own company, which I never even believed I could have in my life, but I was able to start my own company. It was doing very, very well. I was making a lot of money. And uh, I um, had a path put in front of me. One, you know, I could continue to make a lot of money and do what I was doing, which wasn't a bad thing. Or I could try to help people um, take back their divinity and, and realize who they are and have a really beautiful life. And uh, I chose that path, and it, it seems to be working. So, you know, that's it. And, uh, you know, they sent God. I, I'm not a religious person, but, you know, the universe, God, whatever you want to call it, sent little angels my way to give <laughs> me messages. You know, just at the time where I was like, should I do this? Um, I don't know if you know Owen Benjamin. Uh, we've become buddies. And uh, I, I, I told him my situation. He goes, just leave. He goes, just <laughs> do it. He goes, it'll work out. And he was absolutely right. It's working out and it's great. And um, I love talking to people like yourself and people that have no idea 
that the globe is alive. Right, 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 man. That's that's an incredible that's an incredible story. You know, I, I don't know Owen Benjamin. I know the name, but I don't know him. We we haven't crossed paths. Uh, regardless okay. of that, um, I think that was sound advice, right? You need to do what uh, what your calling is, and you'll figure that out soon enough. You know, and the thing is, right? So many flat earthers have come to God through the flat earth. It's incredible to me. Like I never needed yeah. that, right? Whether whether the the it's a globe earth or a flat earth or whether we're a speck in the universe, I always felt we were created. So I never needed that. But there's so many flat earthers that uh, credit the flat earth with their connection with God. And I think that's a freaking beautiful thing. You said um, you're not a religious man, but you make reference to God. What do you I mean, you, you think there's a creator, I can assume. Well, before I discovered um, that we were in a created world, I didn't think there was a creator. Mm, okay. I believed in, uh, you know, nothing exploded and created everything and lightning struck and created an amoeba that turned into a monkey that had a human. Mm. That's what you have to believe. So, you know, some people say, oh, you think uh, that you need to see when I, when I talk about why the flat earth is important, they're like, oh, you think that only flat earthers can know the creator, know there's a creator. And that's not what I'm saying right, at all. Right. There's lots of people like yourself that have found the creator. And you said, you just said, it doesn't matter if the earth is a globe or flat, you found God. Mm -hmm. So in the heliocentric model, you have questions like, where is God in the heliocentric model? Is he the everywhere? Is he at all the other planets? Right. Is he a distant God? It, it puts a lot of dilution you know how do you dilute something you pour it into something bigger like infinite space right, right. and then on the flat earth model everything is right here you know god is right above us like maybe as close as the clouds um and and god can see all of the earth so again here's the problem i have with talking about god and i've been doing it more recently and and i'm trying to stop myself mm. but uh, for the sole reason that you know, I've been doing this uh, truth seeking for a long time, for decades, and I would be like listening to somebody talk about whatever it was, whatever it was beautiful, whatever topic, false flag, you know, science, whatever it was, and I'd be taking notes. I got three pages of notes, and then all of a sudden, two hours into the podcast, <laughs> uh, they say God or the Bible or you know the Quran, and I rip out the three pages, I crumple them up, I throw them in the garbage, I unsubscribe, and I never listen to the person again. <laughs> and there's a lot of people like that. Right. There's a lot of people like I was. Yeah. But then when I tried to prove the globe to shut these stupid flat earthers up, I realized it's not a globe. It's not a random uh, accident that happened that it's created. Oh, my God. Oh, my God. Oh my God. <laughs> there's a creator. Yeah. Okay, and then everything unwinds from there. Okay, now there is a creator, and I have to figure it out. Now, <clears throat> you know, different religions, different beliefs, who the creator is, that's your own journey. Right. That's your own journey. And I have a very broad um, a feeling of how people can look at that, and, and they're all right in my, in my book, the way, you know, depending on how, how you look at it. But that's not something that I'm going to tell you. I know the name of the creator and what you have to do. Otherwise, you're going to hell. No, there's a right. creator. Be good. You know, honor his creation, which is tough to do if you think you live on a spinning ball in an infinite vacuum. Um, and and follow, you know, the simple rules. You know, don't 
you know, don't don't break free will of other people. That's basically it. Be a good person. No, I would encourage you to continue talking about the creator. Um, yeah, I, I, you know what? I, I do. I, the only reason I don't is because people that have found the creator already are are already there. I'm trying to talk to the people that haven't. I get you. Do you know what I'm saying? Yeah. Plant a seed, you know keep saying? it moving, see what happens. If, I, if this was pre-Flat Earth and I jumped on your show and we're talking about whatever and you started mentioning the creator, I'd discount you. I'd be done. We would end the show early yeah. and I'd, <laughs> I would finish. So I'm trying to talk to those people because zero people that have found the Flat Earth um, are atheists. Zero. Well, I'll tell you this. Because you... Go ahead. Finish up. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Be an atheist. Go ahead. Well, that's it. Okay, go ahead. Um, I'll tell you this, like, uh, there's a lot of people that are going to listen to this and just shut it off because we're talking about flat earth, you know? Um, yeah. I have a challenge for them when you're ready, but go ahead. No, 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 absolutely. No, I, I think people should stick around and listen, you know, but, um, um, I always get emails every time I have a flat earth on. always. And I'm like, listen, listen, no. listen to what's going on. First of all, even if you don't agree with it, it's a fascinating listen. <laughs> it's fascinating to me personally. Like it's, it's one of my favorite things to listen to. I, I think, uh, you know, like, uh, and I'll bring God into the mix yet again one more time, and then we can start moving away from it. But maybe we'll come back to it at some point because I think uh, you can't have a flat Earth without God. You know, and, and I think there's a lot of things that you can't have a lot of. You can't have existence without God for me in in any way, shape, or form. But I'll bring it back, uh, um, just for this uh, per particular uh, what is it part of the show? Um, that's fine. I'm going to bring it back to um, to God for this particular instance, right? And, and uh, if you read the Bible, right, it, it's uh, you can make the argument that it's a flat earth text, you know, and... and the argument, it's clear right? as day. Right? I, 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 I'm <laughs> trying to be objective here, right? You can make the argument, you know, but um, uh, for a lot of people, it's clear as day, and, and I see it. I see it, you know, so when I, when I see something like that and I start reading something like that, um, I start to... Uh, scratch my head and figure out why, you know, um, uh, they thought it was a flat earth and very smart people back in the day. And one would make the argument that they're a lot smarter than we are now. Your thoughts. Yeah. So the, the definitely with, this is the dumbest time in this round of history. Um, all of our history is a lie. You know how we're told the first argument that people come up with is, well, the Greeks figured it out 500 years ago. Aristophanes with his well and two sticks and, you know, and the shadow experiment. Um, and he figured it out, according to Carl Sagan and Neil, Neil deGrasse Tyson, um, within 2% of the actual size. You know, that's amazing. Would you make, would you say, you know, when um, he did that in ancient Greece, that would make him a famous mathematician? Yeah. He figured out the earth is a globe and how big it was. Mm -hmm. Amazing. Well, there's many mathematicians that came out of that, that area in the following you know, generations and centuries that wrote many books on mathematics, and they never, ever once mentioned Aristophanes. Okay? That would be equivalent to me writing a book about the history of the Chicago Bulls and never mentioning Michael Jordan. Okay? Mm -hmm. So that makes no sense. So if you go back and look you know, anywhere um, in, for physical books— of uh, mentions of Aristophanes, the l oldest book you can find is in the 1980s. Mm. And it was inserted into Rockefeller textbooks that were in colleges and high schools. So it was a fake story put into the history books to make you believe you live on a ball. And 
that makes absolutely no sense that there is no other books about it. And no, you know what's funny is nobody has d- redone that experiment mm. since since then, because and even if you do redo it, which is really difficult to do. It works the same on a flat Earth. It doesn't prove the globe, and it doesn't prove the flat Earth. You can get the same thing on the flat Earth model with a small local sun. Mm. That's amazing. So, um, you, yeah, you brought up the sun. So uh, let's discuss real quick. And, and here's the Go thing, ahead. right? So I, I'm, uh, you know, you you brought up this this experiment, right? Nobody has redone it, as far as I know. I mean, but I'm not actively paying attention. Right. So um, maybe somebody has and, and we're not aware of it or but it hasn't been done successfully. I don't know. I would urge everybody out there to uh, go research this. Right. And, and go figure out if it's right for you. And maybe let me know. Send me some emails and I'd love to see it. But let's talk about the sun real quick. I love the sun. It's beautiful. I love sunsets. You know, I love, uh, you know, when it when it rises in the morning, it's a gorgeous thing. Right. And it nurtures us. It gives us so much. Uh, you know, it, it provides life. It is the father. Right. The father, son, mother, the, earth, right? Yeah, and it's a it's a beautiful the thing. Son, the, and and I the S O N the S U N right right know? right right. <laughs> and I see on your channel right that's uh, on your YouTube channel, um, you have a video. You know what is the sun? Nobody really knows what it is. In in your opinion, what, what are we looking at up there? Yeah. So when you're talking about flat Earth. Um, there's, you know, you want to talk about the shape of the earth, you should look below your feet. I say, you know, don't look up above where you can't reach or outwards beyond the shoreline of Antarctica, which is the lands that surround the world ocean, um, because no one's allowed to go there. And we can get into that in a little bit if you want. But those are things that are out of our reach. So when we're talking about what these things are in the sky, the only thing that you could accurately, truly, honestly say about the planet stars and all the lights we see in the sky other than known airplanes and aircraft are their lights. Okay, now I don't mean they're light bulbs hanging from a wire in, in, in the air. They're lights. That's all you can say. Like when we look at Mars, and right now, you know, heading into um, the winter solstice, uh, all of the there's a big alignment coming up, and you look at the star, the the planets up there. They're way way brighter than any star that you can see, and we're supposed to believe that these distant planets, you know, that are farther from the sun than we are, are reflecting, you know, this dirty orange ball that's Mars um, is reflecting light brighter than any other star back to us. That doesn't make any sense at all when you think about it. And you and you really think about how light works and the inverse square law of light, how it diminishes uh, exponentially over distance. There's no way that a dusty, dirty ball can reflect light that looks like a fire um, to us. So Mars could be the size of a baseball or a basketball, or it could be a hundred miles across, or it could be a thousand miles across. I don't know. I can't say. Um, but when we look at it through a super zoom uh, um, cameras, when we look at stars through them, there's cymatic, energetic, pulsing, colorful patterns and all sorts of stuff that you can see that doesn't represent you know, what they tell us a planet is. Um, we live on a plane, and they made up that they changed the wandering stars. They added a T to, to plane planets they made, and that that is a recent um, change. You know, all of civilizations before us, and this this is where I, I wanted to get into a minute ago, knew the Earth was flat. 
Okay. It wasn't 500 years ago because I just told you the Aristophanes thing is nonsense. Um, I was interviewing in January just before this COVID thing started. I was interviewing a 102 year old woman about the World's Fair, which is a whole nother rabbit hole. That is the, the, the um, ending and erasing of a previous advanced civilization. Um, and she was telling me a story about her fifth birthday party, 102 years old, her fifth birthday party and where Sarah was upset that the cake had coconut on it or something. And she was wearing a pink dress and, you know, she was remembering all of this stuff. I can't remember my fifth birthday. Yeah. So I, I can't remember my fifth birthday, but um, she, I, I said, I asked her where she went to school. She went to school in Connecticut by chance. This was down in Florida. And she told me the name of the school, her teacher, her, uh, you know, what the elementary school um, grade, what grade she was in. She knew all the details. I said, what did they teach you in science class about the earth? And now I had never mentioned flat earth to her. And she goes, they taught me the earth was flat. <laughs> and I was like, what? <laughs> and I was just having a conversation with her. I broke out my camera. I started videoing. She told me the whole story. I told her about the construct of the earth, and she's like, she was blown away. Um, you can find that video. Just search Ruth, 102-year-old flat earth, and it's on my YouTube channel, which is the initials for Deep Inside the Rabbit Hole, D-I-T-R-H. And um, it'll, it, might, it might get you to at least start looking. So um, we also found uh, a woman slightly younger um, who lived in Croatia, and in the 1930s, everyone knew the Earth was flat, she said. That's what they were taught in school. But then the world wars happened, and the wars are, you know, you know how they're bankers' wars. They're the controllers, the mind controllers' war, wars, and they're to erase information, right? They're, they're robbing us of our history. But there's so much history still left on Earth, they're trying to hide it all. Think about this. When we went into Iraq, the first thing our troops did is they went into the museums and they took out artifacts. Right. I mean, maybe maybe Saddam Hussein was going to release damaging narrative information to our uh, to our past. So anything before 1930, if you weren't there, you can't claim it. Uh, I think all of our history was changed in the early 1900s, and uh, this whole globe thing is. Is, uh, is nonsense. Think about this. Universal Pictures had their spinning globe with their airplane flying in the wrong orientation to it um, in <laughs> 1927, I think. Okay? Yeah. But it was a perfect map of the world. How did they know that before uh, NASA ever put up uh, uh, you know, a satellite, of, which they never did? Um, and when NASA went up and said, this is the world, it matched Universal. Universal knew before NASA knew. It, it's Everything is a lie. Right. It's unbelievable. Anyway, one thing before I forget, yeah. for those of you that this is that you hate flat Earth, and I've looked into flat Earth. If you've Googled flat Earth, you've not only not looked into flat Earth, you've been gatekept. You've been headed. You've been sent to the Flat Earth Society, which mm. is a government-run disinformation site where all of the stuff on there is nonsense. There might be a tiny bit of truth. Mixed in with nonsense. So once you see that, you go, ah, Flat Earth is the dumbest thing ever, and you'll never look at it again. Google pictures of Flat Earth. Google Flat Earth and images. They're all from the Flat Earth Society of a floating disk in space. We don't live on a disk in space. We don't live on a turnip floating in space. You know? What does it um, look like? Then? All of the, the Flat Earth. So this is the way I, I can describe it. Imagine in Kansas, very flat. 
um, a big lake. Imagine a, this is just a smaller scale. So we're in Kansas. We have a lake, and let's say it's ten. It's a circular lake. It's uh, ten miles across. All right, big circular lake, ten miles across. That's a big lake, right? And in the lake, there's a bunch of islands spread out, and in the center of the lake is a magnetic north pole. Literally, a pole in the center of the lake that's highly magnetic. You know, I'll just call it a mountain. And your compass will point to the center of that lake. So you're on your boat in the lake, and you can go east or west. And east and west are circles, because remember, your compass always has to point towards the, the magnetic center, which is the north. So east and west are circles on a flat earth. They're also circles on a round earth. North and south are straight lines on a flat earth and on a globe earth. Okay? So... If you went south, which is every direction away from the center, eventually you're not going to fall off the lake. You're going to get to the edge of the lake, right? You're going to get to the edge of the lake, right. and that's Kansas, right? So you get off your boat, and you start walking away from the center. It's more land. There's more land. How far are you going to go? So Kansas is Antarctica. Antarctica is the largest, is the highest land on Earth. Okay, and so if you think about Earth as a as a let's just call it for now a endless plane of um, of existence, and there's a depression, and that's the the basin, and you fill that with water. Those are the world oceans. So you have your islands sticking up in those world oceans, and the shoreline, which is the highest land on Earth, is Antarctica. It surrounds the world oceans. And when you hear about the ice wall, it's not like the Game of Thrones. <laughs> it's literally just the shoreline of Antarctica, which is like a 200 high foot cliff of ice, solid. And then if you get up to the top of that, there's a there's a, it's just an ice plain that goes on for hundreds of miles to where you hit a mountain range that's allegedly taller than Everest. Mm. Okay, mm -hmm. so and and nobody is allowed to explore there. Nobody. And the Antarctic Treaty created in 1957. You're not even allowed to question it until the year 2041. Hmm. Why is that? Okay. Because if you could freely explore Antarctica, you will know that you don't live on a ball. They don't want us knowing where we are. It's why they got rid of airships with the fake uh, you know, Hindenburg crash. It's why there's a helium shortage because NASA buys up all the helium. You know, So nobody could be making airships because an airship will allow you to explore uh, without bringing extra fuel. Um, so, you know, that's the contract. So we're not floating in space. The best way I describe it is the flat earth is the basement of the universe. Okay. <laughs> What's below the flat earth? I don't know. Yeah. Nobody's dug a hole deeper than eight miles. It's just short of eight miles. Well, um, in Russia, it's called the great borehole and they got just short of eight miles and they hit an impenetrable barrier. They tried drilling through it and blowing it up for years. They could not get through it. That's so amazing. what's below there? Yeah, what's below there? Hell. Maybe it's hell. <laughs> I don't know. And and then, you know, you've seen the go fast rocket that shot up 73 miles. Right. Unlike NASA's fake rockets that all curve out and go out to sea and then they, they just pulverize them or, or crash them. The Go Fast rocket went up 73 miles, spinning really fast. It's got a camera on the side, a camera pointing down. It's spinning, and all of a sudden it went kerplunk. It went into a thicker medium, mm. okay, a, a viscous medium, and it just stopped. And while it's floating around there, it saw the moon. The Go Fast rocket was shut up in Arizona. It saw the moon, 
And at that very moment, the moon was over Australia. Okay. Mm. If the earth was a globe, they'd have to look through the globe to see the moon, but they didn't. You could see the moon. It looked like around the same height as the rocket was. Okay. Crazy, right? Fascinating, man. Fascinating. You know, and the thing is, right, like, um, it brings up so many questions, right? Could, could, is it possible that that the Earth is round, but they're just not giving us the right dimensions or something like that? I've heard that argument before. Is that a possibility? There. Yeah, so every ball, whether it's a basketball, a beach ball, or the Earth ball, 24,901 miles around, has a rate of curvature. Mm-hmm. Has, there's a There's some math that'll tell you what the curvature is. And we do measurements. You know, we put a camera a foot off of the edge of calm water. And according to globe earth math, the water should start dropping away at 1.9 miles. You know, if you stand up taller, you can see farther over the alleged curve of the earth. A a six foot tall person should be able to see um, just three miles before the water will drop below their eye level and they won't be able to see any farther but we put a camera at a foot off the ground and we could see not just boats we could see known objects at known distances like oil rigs uh wind turbines that are 10 15 20 miles away not only can we see them we can see the water surface beyond them Mm. okay and that should be hundreds of feet below the curve but we can see it so if you do the math to a bigger earth the earth would have to be a hundred times bigger and it's still not right, okay? There's no way the Earth is 100 times bigger because, you know, you wouldn't be able to explain um, a lot of things. I mean, it, it, there, there's so many problems with it, it really doesn't work. But if it was 100 times bigger, that's or 1,000 times bigger, that's a big deception right there. Yeah. You know, what they don't want us knowing is that there's God. I'm bringing it back to God again. They don't want us knowing um, that there's a creator because once people realize that, um, they, they end up, you know, seeing more truth and the elite can't control them. The elite can control the people that literally sell their souls and are lost. So there are the, the main reason, in my opinion, and many others is they're hiding God. Mm. You know how uh, Paul Harvey used to say the greatest trick the ever the devil ever did was convincing you he didn't exist. Right. Well, th- the greatest trick the devil ever did was convincing you God doesn't exist because then he's got you. Right, right. Can't disagree with yeah. that. Absolutely. Um, and it, it always comes back to God, right? It always does, and I, I'm I'm perfectly fine with that. I I uh, I endorse and encourage that. To be honest with you, um, I do want. I, to, go ahead. Go ahead, sir. What's up? No, 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 that's it. Okay, if you, if you ever have something to say, just go ahead and say it, man. I'll, I'll fall back. You know, I, I could talk all, all day. I'd <laughs> like to hear from you a little bit. <laughs> well, you know, I want to ask you about, about these giant pools that they have, right? I, I forgot who put me onto bubbles in space, but I was fascinated uh, right. off the bat when I saw that. I was like, my God, what is this about, right? And there's a couple of ways we could try to explain it, right? There's like, okay, there were training sessions, but let's 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 talk about what this is. You you know much yeah. better than I. Why yeah. does NASA have giant pools that they do exercises in and possibly release it as if it's in space? Why? Yeah. Yeah. So they they say they they have a place called <clears throat> the National Buoyancy Lab, and that's where they have inside this gigantic pool. They have a 
life-size uh, replica of the space station. Now, um, and then they do, and I don't know if anyone can actually go in it. It's probably filled with water because it's hard to keep water out of things. Right. Um, and they they have these astronauts in these big bulky suits go in the water, and there's all sorts of scuba divers with them. And they're out there, you know, moving, you know, making little adjustments. You know, if you ever watch a spacewalk, they go out for eight hours with a big wrench and they they tighten one bolt. You know, <laughs> that's all they're doing. It's like, what? Why is everything on the outside of the space station and not on the inside like a submarine? And if you think about it, in water, when you go underwater, everything, all that water is trying to get into your suit and it's compressing your suit. In space, all the air is trying to get out of your suit into the vacuum of space. Uh, it, you know, we're told that space has zero air pressure. So, you, you know, an astronaut should puff up like the Michelin, you know, the Michelin tire guy. You know, they, they should explode. I mean, if you take a, a, a plastic water bottle and bring it on an airplane, you know, and you go up to altitude, just that slight little difference pressure in the cabin, the, the water bottle expands. Or if you if you have it, um, you know, at the pressure of altitude, when you land, the water bottle collapses. And the pressure in space, you know, the zero pressure in space, you everything should explode. But it doesn't mm. because we're not in a vacuum. So the bubbles in space thing is they do these, uh, you know, in that big pool, they have green screens. Why do they have green screens in a pool where they're doing exercises? Yeah, man, that's the most fascinating part about this. Yeah. It's weird as hell. So it's not weird as hell. They're lying to us and you know, people just don't want to <laughs> don't want to admit it. So when they're filming in the pool, and sometimes because you're in a pool, you can film sideways, you can film upside down, you know. They film in different orientations to, to screw us up. And when they're moving around, sometimes a little air bubble will escape and go through the frame. And they, um, you know, it might go sideways. It might go up. Or sometimes it'll go, and all of a sudden you'll see a curve. And that's because a water current, like like one of the scuba divers kicked and sent some water, you know, pushing that bubble. Um, we see it all the time. They they claim that they're ice chips, that they're flecks of paint. You know, that, that space station is sure flecking a lot of paint around. Um, but that doesn't make any sense, because if there was something moving in space, it'll move at a consistent speed in a straight line. Yeah. Right, because there's no forces moving on it, but they're always curving and moving. It's bubbles in space. Now, you used to be able to just Google, YouTube, search bubbles in space, and find a thousand videos that prove NASA is a bunch of lying Satanists. Um, but now, you know, the the YouTube algorithms have changed, and they've hidden most of that stuff, so you really can't find it. Um, let me just tell people before I forget, how this is the challenge I want to have for them. If you think flat Earth is stupid. I created an app called the Flat Earth Sun, Moon, and Zodiac Clock app. And what it is, it shows you how the flat Earth works. It shows you how the seasons work. It shows you how the wind patterns work. It shows you, it answers, um, and the frequently asked questions page is the top 21 questions. You know, what about ships over the horizon? Well, how do sunsets happen? Why, why would they lie? You know, what about other space agencies? All of the questions that you have are there, and they're answered in video format. Fantastic. Uh, yeah, and uh, there's all different languages, but um, on the app every day there's a new video that pops up right on the front of the app. You just click it, and uh, what I say is take the Flat Earth app challenge. Watch the video every day for two weeks, and then you will know that you don't live on a spinning globe. And uh, you know, um, I do short ones during the week, longer ones on the weekend. You know, I try to do them. You know, keep them under five or ten minutes during the week, um, and then you know, longer one on the weekend, considering people's time. 
And this is what happens. People say, you know, I was listening to Billy Ray the other day, and I almost turned him off. But I listened <laughs> to the show. I bought your stupid app for $2.99, and I took the challenge. But I didn't want to wait every day for a video, so I hit the archive button, which is right next to it, and shows you all of the videos that have been on the app for the last two years. And I haven't slept in two days. My partner wants to kill me. And they want to they want to send me to, for a psychiatric evaluation. What the hell do I do? And I say, welcome to Flat Earth. Oh, my gosh. Listen, you sold yeah. me just now. I'm buying that thing as soon as I get off the air with you. And, yeah, and I'm so, taking so that it, challenge. Go ahead. It, and it's by Blue Water Bay. So that's the name of the company. It's the Flat Earth Sun, Moon, and Zodiac Clock app. I think if you just search Flat Earth Clock or just start, it'll, it'll be the number one hit. $2.99. And I'm just going to tell your listeners um, – in it, people love it. Just look at the reviews. Watch what people say, you know, except for the few troll comments. And they, people, the people asked me to put a donation button on there. But Apple and Google Play don't allow a donation button. Mm. So what I put on there was a simple little pop-up. It says, would you like to subscribe for 99 cents? Yeah. Right? It pops up, and you can exit out immediately. There's no ads. There's no nothing. There's no wait time. You exit out, and it's gone for 24 hours. The next day when you open up the app, if you, if you open it up, you know, later than 24 hours later, um, it'll pop up and you can exit out and you still get everything. Okay. Mm -hmm. There's, there's no hassle, but if you wake up every day and say, this is the greatest app, this thing brings a smile to my face every day. I want to support Dave for a dollar a month or $11 a year. Feel free, but you're not required to. That's fantastic, okay? man. That, that's fantastic. Yeah. And, and that's and, pennies. So yeah, go ahead. Go ahead. Yeah. And mm -hmm. you're buying me a half a beer. I said, <laughs> um, so, so, um, and the app has has so many other features. It shows you world times. It shows you, um, you know, you could speed it up, slow it down. Uh, um, there's more stuff being added to it all the time. Um, it's a lot of fun, and it's a great way to discuss Flat Earth with, with your friends. And all of the, the listeners that have it, um, it's a great gift to give to friends and family to help wake them up. Ask them to take the challenge. You can gift it to them on Apple. You can buy it for them or just send them the link to it and send them $3 and say, do me a favor. If you love me, watch this. You know, take the challenge. And uh, there's nothing better than making a flat uh, a flat earther out of somebody close to you. So what's what's the next stage here, right? It's uh, it's blown up. I remember when it was creeping up because I didn't want to have anything to do with it. I remember when some <laughs> I've told this story before, but I remember when somebody told me, "Hey, man, there's people out there saying that the Earth is flat." Like, like I was like, "Come on, that's ridiculous! Stop the nonsense!" I was you. Stop. Yeah, I was you. And I didn't want to have anything to do with it. I'm like, "This is nonsense." And then I stopped myself and I thought, "Wait a minute, I really don't know anything about any of this." And, and that means the globe, Earth. I'm like, I have oh, no idea. Flat Earth. Flat Earth is so dumb. You're retarded if you think the Earth is flat. <laughs> right, right. I mean, we've known it for a thousand years. So many people would have to be in on it. What about all the space agencies? Are you telling me every astronaut's a liar? You know, somebody would have whistle blown up by now. Some deathbed confession. I've heard them all, and none of it's none of it. You know, I will tell worked. you this, David. Right uh, throughout yeah. my my journey here, and uh, bring it back to God. God put me on His journey, man. Just like He put you on the journey. It's just the way it yeah. is. For whatever the reason is, at the end of it. Anyway, throughout my journey here, I've met so many great people, you included, Dave, you know, and um, and some of them, I'm not going to name any names, but some of them have told me about uh, astronauts and how they know them and, uh, you know, and and uh, how they've been up in space and have done certain things. And I have no reason to not believe them. They have no so, reason so to lie to me is what I'm saying. But regardless, well, what, what do you think of that? Do you think... That yeah. uh, NASA is sending people up to, quote unquote, something 
and they're up there. That, does that that does that still allow for the possibility of a flat Earth? Um, no, they're not sending. Well, you possibly, right. but I don't think anyone gets above seventy thousand feet, a hundred thousand feet. Mm-hmm. Well, actually, a hundred. 38,000 feet, um, allegedly Felix Baumgarten jumped uh, to the earth, uh, did his you know, Red Bull high jump yeah. with a flat earth in the background, by the way. Mm. <laughs> um, except when they showed it on TV, they had a big barrel fisheye lens. That's, that's a whole other thing. Um, I, I actually, um, I, I might be putting that on the app tomorrow, oh. the, uh, a Felix Baumgarten uh, um, breakdown of what really happened there. But the so the problem is, all astronauts are liars, okay? They have to be. Whether whether they were coerced, whether they agreed, doesn't matter. That's all we can argue about that all day. But they're gonna lie to their friends. Mm. All right. And their friends are like, I know him, he's not an honest guy, he's a family man, you know, that well that's you're talking to a liar, you're getting information from a liar, and then because your friend knows a liar, you're saying, My friend's not a liar, right? Maybe your friend is a liar. I don't know. <laughs> uh, you know, so again, hearsay, you know, it d- doesn't prove anything. You know, there's so many things, you know, never once on the space station has an astronaut done a 360 or gone, hey, come here, let's go live. Look out as we're going over the United States here. Oh, look, it's nighttime. There's the stadium where the, the so-and-so football game is. Never once have they done that. Right. Right. You know, they can see, you know, we can see the space station go by the light of the space station brighter than a star. Again, reflecting sunlight makes no sense, Um, but they can't see football stadiums. They can't. They never do anything live where you could identify anything. Okay, all of that stuff is done from high altitude airplanes. You know, NASA um, has a balloon program. If there's anything up there, it's hanging on a balloon. Um, and the thing that we see as the space station is either a natural phenomena or um, something completely different. But it doesn't make any sense for many reasons that it's a space station. You know, if it was the space station the size they say it is, you wouldn't be able to see it. Think about this. Uh, the, a 747 is about the same size as a space station, approximately. And a 747 flying at cruising altitude is literally the size of a pencil eraser held at arm's length. You with me? Yeah. I'm just... Okay, and it's kind of grayed out. Like you can't really even tell um, what airline it is because you can't even see the color. It's kind of grayed out because of the distance, the thickness of the atmosphere, even on a clear day. And it's a tiny little dot in the sky. Okay, if I doubled the height of that 747, could you see it? Man, I have no idea. Well, think about it. A 747, gigantic, size of a friggin' football field. You raise it up to cruising altitude, it's the size of a friggin' pencil eraser, okay? Mm-hmm. If you doubled the height, it's got to keep getting smaller and dimmer. Could you see it? And the answer is, of course you couldn't see mm-hmm. it. Its angular size would be too small. It would be too dim. Um, even if it had lights on it, it would be too small. Well, the space station is 50, five, zero times That's higher. Nice Right. It makes no sense whatsoever. And then if you actually look at the, you know, you have a, um, an ISS tracker and it's coming like from the East coast to the West coast, um, where you'll see it, you know, Hey, all right, I saw it go by. So now people in upstate New York should see it and people in, uh, you know, whatever, Wisconsin should see it, wherever, wherever it's going, but they don't see it. Okay. Like, what are we seeing again? We don't know what it is. I pretty much think it's a 
um, on the same um, wavelength as a wandering star, also known as a planet, but on a much faster cycle. Don't know. It's above my head. I'm speculating. Can't prove it. Doesn't prove the shape of the Earth. Wow. People say, you know, the moon is round. Well, I have a video that shows you four (laughs) moons, and you think they're all spheres, but only one of them is a sphere. It's all an optical illusion. So I say to people, you know, Billy, um, in your studio right now, do you have lights in your ceiling? Yeah. Okay, look up at those lights right now, and by analyzing those lights, tell me what shape your floor is. So I can't. (laughs) Okay, that's that's equivalent to saying, look, I see spheres in the sky, which you don't see. That's dope. Um, Yeah. Yeah. And the, that tells me that the Earth is, is a sphere also. You know, look at the pool table balls. The balls on my pool table are round, therefore the pool table's round. Right, right, you know, right. I get it, that, it, man. It, it makes no sense when you critically look at these things. The full moon, the amount of light that comes off that dusty, dirty ball, it, you know, you could read by it in the middle of the woods, okay? And that's shadow, that's reflecting off of a dusty, dirty ball? No, thank you. Fantastic, David. Very, very good point. Very good point. Uh, I yeah, will be using I, that to piss I've people off later on of, today. I've got a lot more. <laughs> the, the problem is, so here's the point where, uh, you know, anyone that's still listening that hates flat earth, um, you, you're probably screaming a couple other questions. Maybe we'll, we'll cover them. And then you'll throw up your hands and go, well, why the friggin' lie? Well, we already covered that. They're hiding God to control your mind. They're hiding God to take away your power. Here's the thing. If the elite wanted us all dead and they could kill us, they would. Okay, but they can't because they have to follow God's law. They have to follow natural law and they have to get us um, with that with giving us a chance. They have to tell us what they're doing. And then if we don't say no and we agree, like holding out your shoulder for that vaccine, uh, you are taking that upon yourself. Okay, so everything that happens in your life by that, you know, where you're losing your rights, it's because you're giving them away. It's because you're complying. Yeah. And I would take that a step further, right? That's the, the revelation of the method and all that other stuff. Right. But yes, exactly. I, I, I would take it a step further just for humanity's sake. It's st- even if you agree to it, it's still not uh, lawful and legal as it relates to natural law. We're still not but bound you, to any of this crap in my opinion. Sir. Right. Go ahead. No, no, you, you're right. So there's no such thing as a mandatory vaccine. They're going to trick you into thinking it's mandatory. That's your own stupid fault. Um, <laughs> you, you know, the vaccine that vaccine companies are uh, immune from any prosecution. So that's your, you know, they've already told us during the trials um, people died and they're already telling us that people that got the initial vaccines have gotten Bell's palsy. Right, right, right. They're telling us all of this stuff is happening. Yeah. But if you still hold out your arm, that's your own fault because the information's out there. They, they are, they're telling us now they're going to make it difficult because all of the, 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 these lockdowns are designed to put all the small businesses out, all the small airlines, all the little restaurants, the shopping centers. Everything is going to be shut down except government controlled stores like Costco, Walmart, you know, Target, whatever. And those places and, you know, and, and uh, the big airlines and, you know, hotels, they're going to say you have to wear, have a vaccine to come in here because they're afraid of losing their business. Yeah. And then if you agree to that, you've agreed to it. Yeah. Yeah. You've agreed to it. And that's on you. Oh, my God. Here we go with that. Yeah. Jesus Christ. Yeah. You know, um, end of the day, because uh, we're winding down on time here. So I want to get one yeah. more in. Uh, All right. The flat earth has been. And I, I was alluding to this before, actually, and we went somewhere else, but it's been around for a while. I remember when it was creeping up and uh, 
it's blown up, right? It is the thing, right? To the point where it's crossed over to mainstream culture and uh, stars, you know, uh, Hollywood stars and music stars and, and athletes have come out and say that they believe in a flat earth and that they, they don't think uh, we ever made it to the moon and all this other stuff, right? So um, right. typically when, when a quote-unquote conspiracy theory, for lack of a better term, makes it over to the mainstream, it gets co-opted by major corporations and they use it for their own good, you know, and uh, to make money nine times out of ten. But uh, with Flat Earth, it's been poo-pooed. You know, it's been like ridiculous, right? Like this is just ridiculous. And I don't, I don't think it's ridiculous. You know, um, I would, I would love to one day, I don't know if you're open for this, but I'd, I'd love to set up a debate if you want to debate someone. Not that I know anyone you can debate, but I'll look for them if you want it. Um, Here, what's that? Here's the problem with the debates is no mainstream scientists. You know, we've called out Neil deGrasse Tyson, Bill Lye, mm-hmm. um, the, you know, Brian Cox, all of those guys were like, let's have an open discussion. Uh, because, you know, they want to put Flat Earth to bed. Let's put it to bed in one discussion. They will never talk to us. Oh, They've no. even said it's not open for discussion. We'll never talk to a Flat Earther because they can't. No, let, me, let, even let, the, let, let me work on that, Dave. I, 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 all right. Oh, no, out. go for it. But, uh, so, but here, here, here's wait, the, just the problem you're going to find is you find like an astrophysicist that's a career astrophysicist. Um, he will either if he knows the Earth is flat, he's not going to debate us. Mm-hmm. But if he doesn't know the Earth is flat. Um, the problem is they cancel because they start looking into it for the first time in their lives and they're like, holy crap, there's a problem and they won't do it. And the problem is once they start seeing their whole career is done, their whole career is a fraud and uh, they're not willing to go there. So I'm up for it. See if you can find somebody. Let me I'm see, in. man, if I can find a true yeah. believer, that's what I'm looking for. A true believer in the globe, you know, and uh, yeah. that's willing to defend it. Um, let, let me see what happens. But anyway, regardless, um, it's being poo-pooed. By everyone. What, what, what's the next step in flat earth, right? Because it's not going away. It's growing. Right. You know, the, here's the thing. This whole a lockdown uh, might be my fault because. What did you do? Um, I, I interviewed Ruth and <laughs> the, 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 the video went viral. And I said to everybody, I said, you know what? We have very little time left. We need people that are over 100 now hmm. to interview them. And there's not many of them left that have their minds. So I said, everybody, go. If you have a grandparent and an old age home, go and interview people. And everyone started to do it. And then, bam, mm. the lockdown. And nobody can go into an old age home. Oh, God. It could be because of me. <laughs> Don't put that much pressure on yourself, buddy. Um, so, so, uh, so, again, what's the next step for Flat Earth? Uh, the, the next step is people are waking up. We just had a conference in South Carolina put on by the great Karen B. And um, we had 400 flat earthers there, no masks, uh, nobody's sick. Everyone's awake to the nonsense in the world. All the flat earthers are awake and taking back their power. They're not giving away their power to the government mind control machine. So what's next? Everybody needs to wake somebody up. If everybody would just, you know, I say, and not because I want to make money. Uh, the the app has is waking up millions of people. Right. It's waking up many people. If everybody gave the app to somebody, just one person, you know, a week, then the world would wake up in less than a year. The whole world would wake up. We're going to hit critical mass. My my prediction though, this isn't the first time truth has been coming since the takeover of humanity. And every time it does, they start wars. 
they they do all sorts of stuff to control our minds. I personally think that the you know this vaccine coming out is going to inhibit people's ability to think at the at the best. You know, beyond that, um, it, you know, it gets deep and dark. But again, right now, just people are waking up. It's really good to see. Uh, you know, you mentioned Flat Earth to someone six years ago. You get the reaction that you had. Yeah. Get out of here, stupid, mm -hmm. dumb. Now you mentioned Flat Earth. They go, oh, you know, that's interesting. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know, <laughs> I, I, I've, got, uh, I've got about 16 interviews this week on Flat Earth, just this week. He is okay? on his grind. It, and it's because everyone's like, you know, I've heard about Flat Earth. I've been wanting to talk about it. I don't understand it. I'm like, I'm like, have me on, you know. Fantastic. So any, anybody listening that has a show, um, if you think Flat Earth is dumb, have me on, okay? That's, that's, that's a, I guarantee you your highest rated show. <laughs> and I also guarantee you'll invite me back before the show ends uh -oh. for a second episode. Well, you know, you, every show. You, you have doors open over here at the Infinite Fringe whenever you want. And plus, we're going to do a, a presentation for Iconic live video presentation by David Weiss at some point soon. Um, listen, hey, whether you agree with it or disagree with it, this is incredibly fascinating and you have to. Well, you don't have to do anything. But uh, I'd be hard-pressed after listening to this to not admire uh, David's commitment to this uh, and, uh, and his willingness to talk about it to anyone that disagrees with him. Okay, and that's hard to find. Hard to find. That, those are the best shows, the people that think that the earth is a ball. Yeah. Because it's, it's a great... When someone says, hey, I want to do an interview with you, um, I think the Earth is a ball, and I'm going to show you. I'm like, can we do it today? Because I'm afraid that they'll start researching, preparing for the yeah, show, yeah. and that'll become a flat earther before I get on the show. <laughs> so... It, and it's happened. Yeah. It's happened. It's like I was excited to do a show, and I got on. They're like, you know, we've been looking into it for the last week, and holy flat. crap! You know, <laughs> can you explain this? I, I think the Earth is flat, and I'm like, oh man. Oh my gosh! Fantastic. Uh, listen, I want to give a big shout outs to Paul on the plane. Big shout outs to the Iron Realm Media. You know, uh, Sean Caroon, all you people, all you beautiful people that are flat earthers, and that I I consider part of the Infinite Fringe family, Mr. David Weiss. It's been an absolute pleasure to have you on, man. We uh, This was a blast. I had a great time listening to you break this down. I admire your passion. And uh, who knows, maybe I'll find an astrophysicist some, somewhere that's willing to come on and talk to you. That would be absolutely epic. My name is Billy I'm Ray in. Valentine. Make sure you tell everybody where they can find you, buddy. Come on. You can find my YouTube channel where I have nice short videos for the people you know that like short videos that bring you in. Um, it's the initials for Deep Inside the Rabbit Hole, D-I-T-R-H, the initials for Deep Inside the Rabbit Hole, D-I-T-R-H. You can also listen to my podcast. If you don't want to get the app, that's fine. You can go to um, uh, my podcast is The Flat Earth Podcast. Very simple. It's on uh, iTunes and SoundCloud, any podcast player. You can look it up. And I say take the podcast uh, challenge. Listen to 10 episodes. Start at the beginning, and there's no way you can come out the other end. Um, not sounding like a crazy person saying the earth is flat. <laughs> so, and then the, the best way to support me and have a good old time is the best people just read the reviews on the flatter sun, moon and Zodiac clock app by blue water Bay. Um, the reviews are saying best app ever. Only app I've ever paid for. I'd pay $30 for this app. You just the, the reviews are like, they couldn't be better. Um, because the app is a lot of fun. I built the app for myself because when I'm talking to people, I'm like, I wish I had something on here. And I actually built it. I was just going to have it on my phone in test flight mode. And I wasn't even going to publish it. Then I was like, you know what? This is pretty good. And I published it. 
And for the last two years, I've been working on it every single day, making it better and better. Incredible. That's dope. I'm, I'm going to sign up after this. Guaranteed. Mr. David Weiss, thank you for coming on The Infinite Fringe. Everybody that's listening, thank you for listening with the most open of minds. We are supposed to be the truth community after all. You know, so uh, keep an open mind. Listen up, but don't believe anything you hear. Uh, go uh, look it up and uh, try to try to prove it to yourself. And then once you prove it to yourself, shoot it over to me and uh, we'll see where we go from there. Maybe you can prove it to me because I simply don't have the time. <laughs> but my name is that's, Billy that's Ray. The, What's up, buddy? No, that's how they get us. We don't have yeah, time. They keep like us that. busy. Work, home, drink, right. eat, sleep, sports, go back to that's work. That's it. That is it. You know, and uh, and it sucks because I would love to, uh, you know, uh, do some flat Earth experiments and, and and see where it goes. You know, I, it's it's fascinating. I admire the community. I always have. I've never been, I've uh, never been shy to admit that. So uh, there you go. Thank you for coming on. We'll, we'll have David on again. Take it easy. All right. Bye-bye. Uh, hold on, dude.